0: What up everybody, Loud TX here, and hey, I just wanted to say first off, thank you guys so much for continued support. Whether we're here or not, we miss a week, you guys are always there to support us, so thank you so much for that. I uh, also wanted to say sorry for the recording this week on my side. Uh, I did not realize until I went to record my other podcast, The Valorant Show, By the way, if you like Valorant, go check out The Valorant Show. But that I had a weird compressor and audio thing going on on my side uh, that happened to happen during my recording with Monster earlier in the day. So I apologize for it. Monster, great job. Your audio sounds amazing. Bad. Sorry, Troy. Bad job this time. But we'll get that fixed and get that fixed for you guys next week. But I hope you guys still enjoy the conversation. Thank you guys so much. And until next time... Dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales and enjoy the show.
1: You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too
0: Loud TX and Monster D Face. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and yes, I am
1: here with the man himself, Monster D Face. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man, we're back with another banger, dude. Got this Fortnite new season coming up. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get into it. We, we got the new Fortnite season coming up. We got cheaters getting exposed.
0: We got you know, everybody's predictions for the next season. We got the map supposedly changing. Uh, it just all kinds of stuff happening. And I was thinking about this the other day, Monster. We've been doing this for almost three years.
1: Dude, like, like who, who, who would have thought, you know, put the meme, insert the video of the guy with the hot wings and they're sitting across the table. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 exactly. And I was thinking, you know, usually in my past, right? Like I, I had a Destiny podcast, I had these other podcasts I've done. And usually by the year of like year two, it gets pretty stale, right? Like you're like, okay, the same type of remade content, the same type of drama, the, this is the same thing. Basically, again, right, maybe you dress a little different. But one thing is for sure, in 100 and whatever we're on now, 110 episodes, holy cow, have we had a vast change in variety of content to talk about. And today is no different here in year three. Dude,
1: and and, and that's the thing, man. Fortnite, the game keeps us on our toes. but So does the community, right? And, and, And what do you expect when you have a competitive bracket of 13 plus? This thing is going crazy right now. How much of that do you think, though?
0: Really is, you know, we've heard it, we've said it, of other people say it, but the fact that thirteen, you know, is the is that age where you can be a pro in Fortnite. How much does that really affect what's going, what goes on in the community, the talk that happens, to the community that, the way the community reflects on things?
1: no honestly, I think I think it reflects a lot, man. I, it, the real thing is when you when you start bringing the teenagers in, right? Like we're talking like sixteen and they're uh, it's just that you know y- you got you got all kinds of drugs kicking in the body the hormones right the body changes the mentality right um yeah people are just reckless man it really is just reckless and we're in a, you- a day and age just internet wise where it's a norm and all this clout chasing yeah. and stuff right so like we're just living at different times than we were in the past
0: you think that the drive though even to be more beyond just playing the game but to be a known person to create a name for yourself to become that like you said youtuber that that streamer that uh you know kids are maybe doing things they normally wouldn't do or say things they normally wouldn't say they make decisions perhaps on gaming and what we're going to jump in here in just a second about cheating like do you think people are making those choices because it's just such a drive right now i mean especially in this covid environment like we have nothing else to do like build your name build your content get online Create this name for
1: yourself. That's the problem, right? They're not doing things that w- they're, they're doing things that we wouldn't do back then at their age because we were in just a different time. Like ego and fame is all around you. You see it. It's like thrown in your face on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and all this stuff. And because of that, yes, they want this fame. They want that adrenaline. They want to be known like their friends, right, or the peers that they look up to. And I think that's the, the difference right there.
0: Yeah, I remember when we were young, I mean, when you thought about movie stars or famous people, famous people, should I say, it was movie stars. Yes. Right? Like, now when you talk about famous people, my son says YouTubers, you know what I mean? Like, Obviously, I've grown along with that, too, and I also identify that as famous people. But really, to him, it's not, he doesn't think about movie stars as the first thing to come to his mind as famous people. It's YouTubers.
1: Yeah, my little ones is like TikTokers, right? Like you got Addison yeah. Ray, dude, doing a little dance or something. She's a famous person now. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, there have definitely been a lot of famous people come in and out of Fortnite, uh, we've seen the, you know, the the drama of you know Lupo not playing as much, or you know somebody else stepping away. Uh, Tim the Tap Man no longer really playing a lot of Fortnite in certain times, and like you think, oh well, maybe that game's dying. I can honestly say, dude. I don't know if Fortnite will ever die. I've been asked this question a thousand times, and I thought, and maybe at one point in, in, in our time of doing this, that it would be. But right when I think something is maybe dying down a little bit or has a little less momentum, the community seems, if, if Epic doesn't do it, you're, like you said earlier, the community does it and, br- and just brings a ton of attention to the game. And this week, it also happened, well, I guess over the past couple weeks, it's also happened uh, with a lot of cheating a discovery and allegations going on uh with the latest being being uh you know your man and one and only out of
1: a u right I mean this man's out of a u am i correct yes yeah, serpent a u literally representing a u AU, man community. caught up in a in a whirlwind here too loud yeah i mean so before we jump into all the details.
0: Why don't you kind of give a quick overall breakdown of the timeline and how it happened, just so I don't mess it up, uh, of, of really what was going on and kind of what the discoveries have have, have led us to, to where we are today.
1: Yeah, let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go back about a month ago when Serpent AU, the person that we're going to be talking about, who was just exposed for doing something shady, was involved in something else. He was actually the, the man who exposed Kayquid, another Australian... Fortnite superstar. He came, I think, top five at the Australian Open. So a great player who did not need to use cheats. But the dude, quid, could you believe it, was downloading aim assist for his mouse and keyboard and running a program that is basically giving him the Fortnite controller aim assist his mouse and keyboard. And this kid had it on his desktop. He had it on his desktop. It was named. It had the date he downloaded it. And... You know, if if there was ever caught red-handed, KQ got caught red-handed, and Serpent was the one who uh, pretty much presented the information. Now, we get to today, and Serpent all of a sudden is now under fire being accused by Parallel's EJ. And EJ is the one who made the 20-minute exposing video exposing Serpent for the first time, saying, hey, listen, this guy's using macros. He's cheating in his clips. He's pretty much lying to his subscriber base. I think it has like a million subs, dude. His videos." pop off we're talking millions and millions of views he is straight outright lying to the face of his community and growing off of the lies off of the cheats so
0: I, I gotta ask you this first off how do you feel about other players
1: exposing other players hey listen i've i've been in this situation too people bring me stuff right they're like hey listen i'm telling you this west Pro is cheating monster you Ooh, can make an right, expose video some juicy I stuff you too not. behind the scenes Yeah. Yeah. They bring me stuff. And I'm like, yo, I'm not making a video. There's no way. That's (laughs) like, I don't want my reputation to be the guy who's out here outing players. You know what I mean? Or, or like, like, think about it. The way this all started when EJ made his video, that first 20 minute video serpent responded with a counter video. And all of a sudden the community flipped like a pancake. They were on the other side of the fence, you know, get, getting their, their golden crust on (laughs) dude. All of a sudden, everyone now is like, "Oh, you know what, yo, hey, man, maybe serpents, maybe serpents, innocent." What's wrong with you, EJ? And then everyone pitchforked EJ for it. So there was, there was like, what?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think real quick, but I think there's like two main points, right, that EJ was making in his video. One was that he's using the aim assist. No, right? no, no. Uh, EJ
1: was saying that he's the using mac- macros to edit macros, really fast. and then yeah, and then and then he was using the aim bot. Right, and he was using AI was... and then he was also editing his clips so that they look like perfect clips. So he was taking multiple clips and fusing them together, so it looks like he never made an error. So right, I'm, I'm
0: less concerned. I'm less concerned about the. I'm less concerned about the editing the videos. Right, like, I I mean, I don't really care if you edit your videos to make you look really good. I mean, let's be honest, most people on YouTube edit their videos to make them look better than they are. That's true. Um, that that. So for me, like I'm not too concerned about that. It's more so of the macro use and the the, the aimbot and I have to ask you
1: though, like, just upfront, get us out of the way. how does fortnite not detect this? it's I think what it is is the macros are probably the hardest thing to detect because they're you're not like creating some cheat software that does something you know right like crazy detectable. Um, the aimbot, in my opinion, is a little bit of a stretch, right? you know it's I feel like Fortnite's done a fairly exceptional job at detecting that. But I think the creative angle here is the fact that they are not just making aimbot, they're making aim assist. So it's like, I don't know, maybe it is under the radar and they got past the security measures because we've never heard of anyone downloading aim assist here, Troy. We always hear like actual outright hacks, not like, hey, I just want to look at like, you know, play like a controller player. Like, what? Yeah. Who does that, right? So this is a yeah. new level of cheating.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting to me. Uh, you know, I, as I've said before, over the past couple of weeks, like I've been playing a lot of Valorant, right? And I mean, even if Valorant catches something open on your desktop, it could be just like something like normal software you use every day, but it doesn't like it. It'll just stop you from playing the game. Like, hey, you have something open we don't like. Yeah. Like you have something going on we don't like. We're just going to stop you from playing the game. And like, literally, it'll kick you off the game. Um, and so, it's just crazy to me to think that Fortnite and Epic is as far as they are into this, and they're not able to necessarily catch or detect these things automatically. Um, and that we're getting these... because like I don't feel like we see this now given nothing really is of scale of Fortnite still today. You guys can argue with me all you want that are fans of other games. I'm pretty heavily involved in the esports scene, and nothing still has the numbers that Fortnite has. Um, and... The uh, so so maybe there's a lot you know a lot more to it, but I just can't believe that Epic hasn't really come out number one and, and, and said things over the past month. Like it'd be good to hear from them, like how they're feeling about cheating, that they're taking more measures towards it, that they're really trying to you know figure out this macro thing, figure out this. Because I think from a from a player perspective, if you get all the drama out of it, like that's what people really care about. They want they want to hear that. They want to know that that Epic's working on it. Um. Do you think the fact that Epic hasn't come out and said anything makes other people think twice about maybe also going down this road of maybe cheating or maybe seeing what they can do from a macro perspective? And by the way, hold on for a second, hold that, hold that answer. For everybody that doesn't know what a macro is, it's basically a recording of a keystrokes on your keyboard, saved to one key so that you can push it and it binds all those movements to that one key. You hit it and it plays it out. Press kind of like a, like a, like a gif it just press play you could it could reloop you press it again it keeps it just keeps resetting um so anyways but tell me monster do you think like fortnite
1: is working towards this do you would you like to hear something from them like do you think the community wants to yeah i I can answer the two questions you threw at me the one being is fortnite interested in what's going on and do they have security measures in place 100 percent, i can answer that from being on the other side of the fence I presented programs to them like straight up like, hey, listen, this is like the new one on the radar. You know, take this to the security team, yada, yada. And they really appreciate that kind of stuff. So if anyone does have those kind of things, yo, throw it up on those trello boards. They like listen to these kind of things and they are actively attacking it. Your second question, are other top tier pros considering it or the, like all this kind of raising hype of macro and stuff? Are they interested? They are because players DM me and they show me these programs. They're like, monster, uh, hey, listen, I just want to use it because, you know, I heard that it could give me less input or, or um you know, less delay. Or this some dynamic. other excuse. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, are you crazy? Like, anything that's a third-party software that can enhance your play over other players is straight up TOS. Terms of service, it's, it's a no-no. I would highly suggest you don't use it because if you get banned, I don't even want to be a part of this conversation that you're asking me about this. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, straight up, and I've been there, and I'm like, dude, Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. You you are way too famous, way too popular, way too good, and you have way too much credibility in the scene. And all it takes is one accusation, one little bit of proof. You download it, you test it. And all of a sudden, your reputation is down the drain, man. Don't do that to yourself. That's what I tell these young guys because I have had several of either people coming to me with like, hey, expose this guy, or people coming to me like, hey, what about this program? Is this good or something like that? And I'm just like, dude, no and no.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, it's interesting that they come to you first, right? With like, hey, here, here it's coming. I'm sure, uh, I'm here's sure anyone uh, here's who's some... like a
1: community figure that's like close to Epic gets it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bala or Shio gets like these same kind of, you know, interactions in their DMs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, uh, you know, we, like I said, I, we've seen the content creators, some of them kind of move away. New content creators kind of come to play. And most of these content creators have been Pro players, right? Like we see a lot of the pro players have really uh, sparked in Fortnite, really been able to create big channels. Like you said, I mean, even looking at Serpent. uh, But I want to go back to what you said at the very beginning of this. And that was Serpent let Kayquid out of the bag, right? So then now he got let go out of the bag. Is there somebody else we're going to let, let's gonna it's in this, you know, The spider
1: web of of uh, macros and cheating that's gonna come up next, dude. Like when you look at these creative players and the clips they post and how fast they're going, it all makes sense to me now. How someone can go from zero to hero all of a sudden—they're you know zipping and zapping like a little lightning bolt through the edits, man. When guys, when we say these macros are like crazy, they're crazy. They can string together a ninety at the press of a single button and flawlessly execute consistently. So you're talking no errors no mistakes and just like ridiculously fast editing which it's it's outright cheating it really is and then in a game like Fortnite, where actions per minute matter it's the highest apm shooter i think the world has ever seen you know what i mean yeah. the only other apm yeah. games you have are like mmo type games or um you know what i mean like like the league of legends and stuff like that so like i i mean i will tell you this um
0: I don't play fortnite very well at all on PC, okay so I can understand the struggles but want maybe for some people that are coming over from consoles who want to use these macros to help them out even a little bit, right? Um, and uh, I, I get I get why you might be tempted to do that however, uh, if you are trying to create content, if you are trying to uh, in any way shape or form, you, you know use your playability per se to to further your career, you will get exposed. Like, eventually. Right, Monster? Like, if you're not now, if you're not next month, I think if anything else, this just shows over the last three years that whether you cheated three years ago, uh, and we can talk about cheaters in other forms throughout Fortnite history, or now, you're going to get discovered. Is that not correct?
1: That is true, man. I mean, look, it goes back to CSGO. We were around when CSGO was a thing. There were pros that made careers on this. All of a sudden, you show up to land and you can't plug in your cheats, you are going to get caught, man, all right? And yeah, honestly, yeah. like, who knows It's how, how deep this would go legally, right? You're stealing money from tournaments and stuff like this. Like, this is a big deal, guys. You have these pros playing in daily online cash cups. Like, who knows what the ramifications could be like on Epic's end if they really are fed up with this. Remember how they cracked down on hackers at the start, people that were selling and yeah. promoting cheats? I mean, it's the it's similar thing, except this time you're stealing from the pocket themselves. You're taking their tournament money. And you're profiting off of it. So I'm just saying, man, it's uh, it, you don't know what the ramifications could be like. And I, w- I would never, ever like advise anyone to do this. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, it definitely is crazy. Uh, it is. It seems, although it is a new era of Fortnite, it is the same era of Fortnite in some <laughs> yes. ways, right? Like things continue on. People still want to become big and get their content known. And unfortunately, people take the wrong steps to do that sometimes. Um, but, uh, speaking of steps, hopefully the wrong steps are not taken in chapter three, season two, uh, whenever we go through this, Uh, I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I'm really excited about the content is going to come. I just telling you a little bit before the show, a little bit about my son and how excited he is for this. Uh, you know, supposedly Aquaman is coming, right? That's what he thinks <laughs> Aquaman's going to be level 100 skin or maybe the hidden skin, something like that. Uh, I think that's just a play on the fact that, we, you know, we've had Deadpool in this you know, this superhero world, maybe. Oh, uh, that's why he's thinking that way. But, hey, you know, uh, definitely the evidence leads up to maybe the map is going to flood and New Island's going to come. I got to ask you, though, so is this big change we're seeing big map changes from fortnite more so i would say over the last couple chapters right then we've seen uh all of i would say like like you know season one through ten like there were there were definitely map changes but man they are they're making these changes quick and why is that monster why are we seeing again maybe another change another new map idea come to play
1: yeah i think so first off the by the time you guys hear this the event should be either happening or like about to happen so we don't know right we're still pre-event day which is like a few hours out with that whatever does end up altering i think they're following their season their chapter one changes so remember the chapter one of this new season was like everything went to vanilla we were very simple and slowly but surely not all the things are ramping up we have the mythic you know introduction and all the craziness is now starting to happen. It was the same thing back when we looked at chapter one, the beginning of Fortnite, right? It was just very yeah. like normal. And then all of a sudden, boom, the rocket event happened. And then the meteor came and a volca- uh, volcano sprang out. And all of a sudden, you could fly <laughs> off the island right at Lazy Lake. Like, yeah. Things like went crazy really quickly. And we're seeing that the trend happen again. I think they're following that blueprint that they already mapped out for themselves. They know it works and they know they can get away with it. And it it, it brings excitement to the game. And it looks like we're down that route right now. I think, like you said, like you alluded to, the map is going to be altered like crazy. And uh, yeah, once we load in whatever this big update that we're going to be downloading for the new season, it's going to be crazy. There's a reason they pushed it back a few weeks now, right? It was pushed out 30 days, then pushed out and extended another like 15 days or so. So we're way off the deadline of what we were normally going to see the release. And because of that, I think there's a lot of coding, a lot of fixes, a lot of, you know, map adjustments, maybe some tweaking they have to do. So I'm believing that this map is going to undergo some serious change and we're going to love it or hate it, man. And that's why we're in the solo season.
0: Well, uh, I have a couple lines here from Cypher talking about, you know, need of content in the, in, in the future season. He has one here. He says, one of the biggest issues right now for content creators is that a lot of these games play out, uh, out the same way. Every game feels very, very similar. Uh, I get a similar loadout. I fight similar players. When you don't have a variety of items in casual mode, it can start to become repetitive and boring. Um, he's and he goes on to basically say there was a perfect balance. It was between those seasons of five, six, seven, and eight. Uh, we had a good amount of options, and it was it wasn't too crazy. So we went a little bit of crazy, but not too crazy. You know, if the map was, If if what happens a lot, all the predictors are doing. Uh, I mentioned to you prior to get jump on the show today a little bit about that, and you were like, yeah, if that was to happen, if that did occur, and yes, everybody, I still bug Monster when we're off the show about like, what he knows. He doesn't ever tell me anything. But I do throw my ideas at him. <laughs> and uh, you know, if that's the case, you were saying, hey, it might play out really well that we're going into a solo uh, type of competitive. And why is that? Why, why, why would that be good And perhaps if this new map was to happen?
1: Yeah, so I know, like, the community is really excited for Trios, because Trios is, like, the most well-received game mode. I think everyone loves team-based game modes for the most part. Souls is the, the hardest to kind of execute properly. Um, and the thing is, I think the map is going to undergo some drastic changes to where, like, let's say you need a suit or something to go underwater or whatever, right? Like, let's say you really have to, like, it's, it's play for yourself. I think this map, or whatever event's going to lead up to and the changes are really going to make you appreciate the fact that you don't have to worry about two other people and try to get them across this water zone or whatever the case may be. Um, With that being said, I do also expect a lot of changes to the loop pool, uh, kind of like Cypher mentioned that, you know, you want those options. I think we're going to see a big shift in that. But Epic has already shown that the competitive mode is okay to have its own you know lean and cut option available for weapons and the players like that too so we'll see how much they leak into the uh epic competitive scene and how much they decide to put into the pubs but i think pubs is going to see a lot of change
0: well cypher went on to also say the same thing basically that he hopes that they flex their creative talent here in chapter and uh in uh in season three chapter. Uh, I'm 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 uh, I'm excited for it. I know you're excited for it. Everybody's excited for it. And uh, from a content creator's fan- standpoint, what is what is the first thing you look at when you see a new season come out? Is it, is, is it the map? Is that the first thing you're going to drop? Is it is it your interaction with some of the new things that are going on? What 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 can we expect to see on Monsters YouTube channel as soon as the season comes out?
1: Oh, I mean, dude, I've been doing nothing but competitive play, man. We actually just broke 150,000 subs on YouTube. I'm talking like. We, we had like a 25% growth spurt these last two months. I've been going hard everyday uploads. So it's going to be nothing but competitive content for me. But from like the live stream perspective and like actually what I'm looking forward to to play in the season, for me, it's map changes, man. I love how much time it takes to master a map. Even now, like you learn these little quirks about the map, the current one we're playing, it takes a long time to really learn a map. So like if there's not, if there's a lack of map changes, I'll be disappointed. If there's a lot of map change, then I'll be really happy because you get to learn the nuances of like drop spots. And that to me is like what I nerd out about. It's like, Oh snap. Look at that. Do
0: you think our map, the current map is actually at the point where it needs to be changed? Like that we need these changes so quickly. I mean, we
1: just had a map change, right? Like I'm just I mean, literally what? Yes. Because like I'm done with the mythic POIs and the loud music playing in my ears. Like I would okay. much like, I loved when they introduced a the volcano and all the, you know, the, the lazy links golf course, right? Like, All these new visual peeling places, the desert biome, like I think the new map really needs biomes, and for that reason, we are gonna get a new biome. We're gonna get like an underwater style biome. Maybe we'll see some green seaweed and like who knows, right? Like you get really really clever with this stuff. Um, it could change the speed of which the play works, right? Or however, I'm I'm theorizing here, but we need more biomes. Biomes make the game feel fresh and new.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I remember watching you the very first time back in the day, and you landed in one of the biomes. Mossy, uh, what was the old location that you used to have all your rota- rotations out of uh, Mossy Meyer. Mossy Meyer,
1: when they introduced the, the, that's what the, it was right. the movie film and all that, like that was the first big changes. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got risky reels and all
0: that back in the day, man. The good old times. The good old times, people. We had craziness back then. But the good thing is we still have craziness now yeah. as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the Ninja tournaments you've been involved in and doing. Why don't you, uh, for everybody out there, kind of give an overview of that real quick and, and how those have been going and uh, some of the drama that's come from those
1: too. Hey man, I'll start off by sharing the good. The Ninja Battles event have been amazing. Like they've been so good. It's, it's the first taste of trios competitive at a high tier. It's invite only, a lot of money on the line, so you got to give a lot of respect to uh, Ninja, and then he's allowing us to stream it. So BallWCW and I have been going every Thursday. You guys can tune in, catch that live commentary. It's probably one of the only events going on right now before we announce the next stuff. But the drama. Let's talk about week one, man. Can you guys believe, and this is a little late now, but I'm sure people want to know my opinion and perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, we never really talked about it on the show. We didn't yeah. get to talk about it. We missed that episode. But guys, listen, we had... Ninja Battles Week 1 conclude. Zexro, Young Calculator, Mac would end up taking the victory. Naturally, we're going to get them on, right? We want to listen to the champs. Let's get them on here. Let's do an interview, right? Boom. We get Zexro to jump in on the call. And let me tell you, he was killing the interview. He was doing so good. We're talking about his play style, how happy he is to be involved, yada, yada. We get to the end. We are going to sign off. And I say, hey, Zexro, you know, any last words, any projects you're working on? Like, give us a little sign off. And this boy, this young man decided to take it upon himself to drop all kinds of vulgar language on his way out the door, aiming it at anyone who did not hit top 10. When you talk about sportsmanship and putting your reputation, your, your organization's reputation on the line, he did not represent very well. And it was a really awkward moment, man. Can you believe that on a family-friendly channel like Ninja, after winning and killing the interview, you go out the door with, with a bang, quite literally. Well, and it was
0: the first... The other thing is, like, it was the first Ninja one out of all these, right? It's the first Ninja Battles. The first it was, one! lot, had a lot of eyes on it. People were watching it. And uh,
1: that also came put to when he kind of talked about Twitter because that thing definitely got retweeted a lot. So anyways, uh, he, go- he goes to Twitter to apologize. And Ninja response is, yo, congrats on getting your first and last Ninja Battles event. And then from there, he was, uh, he was banned out of the Ninja Battles event. If you guys want to... See what happened. Go to Zexro's Twitter, Google it, YouTube it. You'll see plenty of videos out there. But man, it was interesting, man. It, um, I, I was more, again, scared of the fact that like, you got to think about it like this. Remember those guys, was it was it Riot or Blizzard? It was Blizzard, right? Where the, the, the I think someone was the activist for like Hong Kong or something. They like were standing up for their rights and those casters got banned for that. Like yeah, when someone, a player, and you're casting, like, you're putting our jobs at jeopardy as well. When you go out, and you do something ridiculous on camera. Like, all of a sudden, you're dragging us all in. So, like, you put us in a, in a position where we were all liable. And I was not happy about that. And I, I, I make sure to express that to Zexro and all the pro players on the scene as well. Like, listen, dude, you're not just messing with your career. You're messing with others' career as well. Like, no one wants to be caught on the, the viral, embarrassing clip, right? This is our reputations on the line. Yeah, I think
0: that... Uh you know it kind of goes back that we've said it a few times this show i think other shows it's just the young community you know they're trying to come up uh, they're growing um, I, you know zexro a little different he's been around quite a long time All that he's done a other drop interviews right he's he's part of TSM and TSM is obviously uh, very well organized right they talk to their players so like it is, it is crazy to still see these type of things happen it is a growing thing. I'm sure Zexro will learn from it, right? I doubt you'll ever see him do something like that on camera again. I hope. I hope so at least. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, the the reality is, man, we're also getting to watch these players grow in front of our eyes, right? Like well, I don't know, we like I said we've been around 3 years, but we're getting to also see them and we're getting to see the community grow. Um, and but at the same time, the struggle you have in Fortnite, I think, then over other games is because of how appealing Fortnite is kids into new coming gamers like for instance we uh I've said it before I have 3 boys now my my middle son uh the second oldest he's 6 he's starting to get into Fortnite like this past week he's just been dedicated he I mean he's literally been playing crazily uh, all the time and and so I think it just shows that there's new eras of players coming in and that's the one thing about Fortnite that is so different than any other game that stayed around in an esports genre and been around is like eventually it kind of has this breaking point where new people aren't flooding in as much and new players aren't coming in as much as others. Um, and, you know, kind of it, the scene grows as a whole and keeps going. But what we're seeing in Fortnite over the past three years is, sure, at first we had like these big names, these people that were just, that, like these are the people always getting noticed and moving forward. And they're kind of the older ground, the older uh, content creators, the older influencers. And then now we've seen these younger ones. And literally, if you watch, it's just going to keep going. There's more and more young people coming into Fortnite, continuing to create content, continuing to create a name for themselves and be good and show they're good. Um, and uh, I think that's one of the biggest struggles that's so different about Fortnite that you're going to continually have, Monster, unfortunately, as you interview players, is new young faces, right? Um, that you can guide and coach and, uh, and hopefully not have those type of crazy interactions with that uh, Extra pulled off.
1: Dude, it's, it's just it's baffling to me, though, man, that someone in his stature and again, where he's at prof- position professionally that he pulled something like that. And that goes to show you for tournament organizers and and just everyone from the outside looking in, you are you are raising red flags, right? Like how many people are now going to see that and think, dude, these these Fortnite kids, we can't even we can't even host an interview with them. Like, if we didn't have a bad rep already, he definitely did not help. Like, you gave Slasher more fuel to dump into the Fortnite fire. took quite literally. 100.
0: 100%. Yeah. Um, the Slasher will jump on it if it's there. <laughs> He'll be there, boys. You, if you, yeah, you want to know what's going on with the drama, check in on Slasher. I love my main Slasher, actor. But check out on Slasher. Well, Monster, I gotta ask you. You're right. We're a few hours away from the final debut um of the new season what is the one thing that you want to see
1: yeah i want to i want to see first off this event i really hope that it's another classic one where we can all get in and it be memorable um a lot of the fortnite events have been great i think they did a fantastic job with the travis scott one uh taking us through the galaxy the astronomical tour um, was that your favorite live event yet? No, but it was definitely one of the coolest ones that they've done in recent times. Like, I wasn't crazy about the Star Wars one. Again, I'm a disattached from that lore as well. Yeah, but, yeah me too. Um, although I wasn't a Travis Scott fan, like, crazy coming in, they still executed an, an amazing event, which I was really happy with. So um, it, they're flexing what their new engine can do, this chaos kind of integration that they added and stuff. And it I mean, it's awesome what they can do with these events. I'm hoping that they make it more like, I'm with my friends to enjoy it. Uh, they kind of isolated us in the last Travis Scott event, where you were on this solo like mind trip, um, which is cool. Don't get me wrong, but like I wanted to feel more um, again, like like the Rocket Ride events from the original ones, where it was friends, like we're all standing on a platform together and watching it. So hopefully, it feels so, more like that. What was it? that? Was was that your favorite event, the Rocket one? The Rocket was that one was, your like, favorite one of the, event? The coolest ones, man. Watching that thing go off. And I always blast.
0: I always measure them up to the Marshmallow event for me. Something about the marshmallow event was a ton of fun. I loved
1: it. Uh, I don't know why I loved I, I just, it so much. I really I, liked the first rocket event. Probably because of how much stakes were on the line, too. Back then, you could actually die and, and well, fall the Oh, it was the first time events. to ever happen and, in Yeah, game, and right? it was the first time it ever happened. So, like, the, the high stakes of, like, dude, if these guys kill me, I can't watch it. Coupled with, like, oh, my gosh, what's happening right now? Um, made that one really, really memorable and special to me. Um, but it was also just cool. Watching a rocket blast off that might just blow up the whole map in front of your eyes. The suspense was there. We knew the change was coming and, was, and we watched it all unfold. And that led the rest of the lore. So,
0: Well, se- Season 3 is right around the corner. I'm excited for it. You're excited for it. I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, and if the world does flood and Aquaman does come, <laughs> hey, so be I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, And my son will be very happy. But, Well, guys, thank you so much for another amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you send all your complaints directly to
1: monster at the Fortnite podcast at gmail.com monster. Where can they find you throughout the week? As always guys at monster DFace on all my social medias. If you want to watch my content specifically find me on YouTube because it's up 24 seven and we're going hard with the daily uploads. Hashtag monster mornings tune in guys. And yeah. again, thanks for being here y'all.
0: Absolutely. Make sure you guys go start your mornings with monster. Hey, you know what? You can start your Monday mornings with Monster. How about that? There you go. And and also see the new season. Hopefully, if you guys are listening to this uh, on Monday, I hope you're you're enjoying it and uh, getting ready, if you haven't watched it yet, to watch it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. Monster, thanks once again. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in the Victory Royale.